today is a special day where we have the true learning with us. And you can turn, if you would, in your Bibles, Janelle, Mark 14. We're going to talk about the Holy Supper. And I was quickly going through in my head all the things you can talk about the Holy Supper, the body broken, the healing, and, you know, healing of the body, soul, spirit, healing of marriages, and then the blood, the forgiveness of personal sin, marital sin, family sin, the iniquities that come down to the third and fourth generation. And, you know, it refers to the cross 2,000 years ago. The present blood is still powerful, refers to the second coming. I thought, there are so many things. You know, if I'm not careful, I'll make the kids drink out of a fire hydrant. <laughs> Can't do that. So I'm just going to keep it simple. And as with you parents, when you teach your children about the Holy Supper, you just teach them one thing at a time. One thing at a time. And because if you can get one thing at a time, I know it'll go into their heart. And that's the most important thing. So let's look at... Uh, Mark's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 17. Let's going to start at verse 17. And why don't we stand up, kids and parents, and let's read the Word of God. I'll read the odd verses, and then we'll all read the even ones, okay? You children, we can join in with us, all right? In the evening, uh, he, Jesus, he came with the twelve. Now, as they sat and ate, Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, one of you who eats with me will betray me. And they began to be sorrowful and to say to him one by one, Is it I? And another said, Is it I? Verse 20. He answered and said to them, It is the one of the twelve who dips with me in the dish. And the Son of Man indeed goes just as it is written of him to the cross. But woe to the man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had never been born. That's, that's heavy. 22. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them and said, Take ye, this is my body. And then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many. Surely I say to you, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. That refers to the future. Amen. 26. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Children, Jesus sang in church. He sang hymns. So you children, you should sing in church. Amen? So should some of you adults. Your children should as well. Okay? Jesus would sing. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, help me, Lord, to teach the Holy Supper in a simple way to your children. We know, Lord God, that these children are precious in your sight. Help us, Lord to do our part, to teach them properly about you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Now, children, the Passover is a Jewish custom. Remember I talked about we're starting a new custom here. We're going to have the children sit in the communion. 
And then another custom. As it was customary, Jesus went to church every Sabbath. It was his custom. If you were Jewish, you would celebrate the Passover as a custom every year. Customs aren't bad. I mean, like the custom of Christmas, Easter. And so they were getting ready to have the custom, and they were going to have a meal. And what you need to remember is the custom of the Passover was, how many remember Moses when he delivered the children out of Egypt? And God said, you know what? I'm so mad with the Egyptians for what they've done to my people for 400 years. I'm going to judge the firstborn. And the firstborn of animal and man is going to be struck down. However, God says, because I'm such a merciful God, if you put blood of a little lamb at the door of your house, I will pass over you and will not strike down the firstborn. How many firstborns we got here today? Raise your hand. Oh, we got a lot of them, huh? You would have made sure Dad put that blood on the post, that's for sure. And here it was the custom of the Jews. And this is what God wanted. You listen to me, young people, children. The father would take the children and go into the flock and get a one-year-old lamb with no blemishes, no broken legs, no defects. And they would bring that lamb into the house and it would become a pet. They would get attached to that pet, the lamb. And then at the right time, they would take that pet and they would kill that pet. And it would hurt the children and it would hurt the parents. And God wanted you to know just a little bit of the hurt of what it hurt God the Father to give his son the Lamb of God. How many are with me? You know, sometimes it's hard for children to understand that. It was a foreshadowing of, I, you, you, you want to know what it is to be like a God who loves people? I'll tell you how painful it can be that I give my only son, my firstborn son, like that little sheep, like that little lamb, and you become fond of it. You love it. Let's put the scripture up there, please, the next one. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood on the door, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be on you. So let's pretend there's a door here, all right? Let's say this is a door. And they would say, you take the blood of the lamb, that precious lamb, it hurt you to kill it. You can know what it is like God the Father to give his son. It, you know it hurt him. And you take the blood and you put it at the top and on the sides. So it gives you the sign of the cross. All right? And hence, if the angel of death came and he saw the blood, he would pass over, hence the Passover. That's the Passover. And that was a custom of the Jews even to this day. They have that Passover. And Jesus is the Lamb of God. John the Baptist called him the Lamb of God. In fact, in the book of Revelation, he's called the Lamb of God. Go to the next scripture, please. He's called the Lamb of God 28 times in the book of Revelation. One book. Now, this is before Jesus started his ministry and he was going to be baptized, and it says the next day John, John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming toward him, and he said, Behold the what? The Lamb of God, something dear to the Father, who takes away the sin of the world. 
But parents, this is what we have to teach our children. That we just don't come down to the communion table and grab some bread and drink the No, it's a very serious thing. And it hurt our Savior Jesus Christ to die on the cross, but it hurt God the Father to give his only son. And he says, you really want to know what it's like? I'll give you just a little foreshadow what it's like. And that's what they would do. They um, They would come and they would have this little lamb and they would sacrifice it. Now, when Jesus was coming down to the last meal with the disciples, his disciples didn't know that was the last meal. And Jesus said, I'm going to go away. And if I go away, we'll come back again. And they go, oh, Jesus is going away. And, and sometimes when Jesus was talking, the disciples would get stupid. And so they said, hey, when Jesus goes away, who's going to be the greatest? And they started arguing about Jesus going away. Who's going to be the greatest? And they don't have a clue. He's going to die a terrible death on the cross. And so Jesus says, listen, one of the secrets to partaking of the Holy Supper right is to keep your heart right. All right? God says, I want you to have a little lamb. Now, we don't do this today. He says, I want you to feel a little pain in your heart. That'll keep your heart soft. All right? And then the second thing Jesus talked about to have a soft heart for the Holy Supper is they started arguing, who would be the greatest when Jesus goes away? And Jesus, that says he took off his coat and he went and got some water and he said, I'm going to wash your feet. And he says, you want to know who the greatest is? The greatest among you is the one who serves. Parents, you want your children to grow up and not leave the church as soon as they leave home? Get them serving in the church of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, it softens the heart. I am so grateful for Evangelical Christian Church. We have so many parents that have their children serve here. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. You see, the ushers this morning, it softens the heart because life often hardens the heart. So we have to do things to keep our hearts soft. Otherwise, it will just naturally, unfortunately, become hard. Now, one last thing, and then we're going to partake of the Holy Supper. Go to number one. One of the disciples' children, his name was Judas. And Judas didn't allow Jesus to soften his heart. He had some problems in his heart, and he wouldn't deal with them. And one of the things he did is he would sit down and eat food with people he didn't. He was going to betray. He betrayed Jesus. So Judas made a choice to betray Jesus. Judas made a choice to harden his heart. And here's how he hardened his heart. Parents, teach your kids this. He had a problem with money. He was a thief. He would steal money out of the ministry bag of Christ. Jesus Christ had a ministry bag. How many know it takes money to have a church function? It takes money to have a ministry function. And people would give love offering and tithes and gifts. And Jesus would put this in this bag. And Judas would steal money out of Jesus' ministry bag. And when he realized Jesus wasn't going to kick out the Romans, and he wasn't going to get money, wasn't going to get a position, he decided to sell Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Now here's the thing I want you to remember, children. You are supposed to love people and use money. But there's a lot of people that use people and love money. 
And when you use people like Judas did, and you love money, you're going to get a hard heart. And you shouldn't get a hard heart. Parents, you've got to teach your kids how to deal with money, how to honor Jesus Christ with money, how to honor themselves, how to save it, how to invest it, how to pay bills, how to let a Christian testimony, you should always pay your bills. You should never spend more than what you're making. Just these simple principles that are in the Word of God. But too many people, listen to me, children, you are to use money to love people. You're not to love money to use people. And that's what Judas did. Isn't that sad? And then at the end, after he betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, he realized he was wrong, but it was too late. He threw the silver back, but it was too late. So Judas had a weakness in his life. And children, we all have weaknesses. Some people have weaknesses with money. Some people have weaknesses with food. Some people have weaknesses swearing. And some people have weaknesses not being honest. But whatever that weakness is, you have to ask Jesus, Lord, help my heart not to harden. And you have to say, help me with this weakness. I don't know why I tell mama. I don't know why I tell dad off. But I know it's wrong, and I got to get it right. Help me. And that's what you're supposed to do. Judas didn't ask for help. He got in trouble. So the scripture says, one last scripture. It's in the book of James. James 1.13. A man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lusts and he is enticed. It, that really means everyone has weaknesses. And if you don't ask Christ to keep your heart soft, that weakness will become strong in your life. We don't want to do that. We want to keep our hearts soft. And let me tell you something. It's a slippery slope, children. It's a slippery slope. Once you get your heart hardened, you go, ah, I don't care. I don't care what mom says. I don't care what dad says. I don't care what the teacher says. That's a sign of a hard heart. And so what we do is we come to church. We ask God to forgive us before we partake. And the Bible says we examine our hearts. You know, maybe we said something not so nice this morning to our brother on the way to church or to mom or dad getting ready for church. And the Bible says, hey, don't be a Judas. Don't, don't pretend, but ask God to give you and keep your heart soft. Life will harden you, but if you let Christ into your heart, he'll keep you soft. Amen? Amen. Let's pray as we prepare for the Holy Supper. And parents, it's up to you if you want your children to partake. We'll, we'll let you do that, all right? And uh, musicians, you can come join me. Father, we've tried, I've tried today to teach the children here the importance of having a soft heart. And Lord, sometimes things just happen in life and it hurts. And it's easy to harden your heart when something hurts. But I pray, Lord, that you would soften our hearts as we come around we would remember what you did for us. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, draw us closer to you as we partake of these emblems today in faith. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen.